Boy, here we go. Episode 38. Are you ready? Yes. Industrious podcast. We're back. Episode 38. Yes. So yeah, we're back. We had Andy Wick last week. Um, that was good. Brian Holloway, Tyler Zimmerman. Um, didn't even dive into, it was actually interesting because we didn't dive into the things we had planned to talk about before, before we hit record, you know, we, we just kind of started talking and then the conversation took on a life of its own. And so it really did. Yeah. It was a good conversation. I, I really enjoyed it. He seems like a good guy. The thing that I caught, the, well, and the thing that I noticed right away when I watched the episode later was we, we literally scratched the surface on, you know, that was just a segment of cryptocurrencies, you know, just a, or whatever. Yeah. You know, well, the, I mean, because he's in the investment world or investing world, that's kind of what I wanted to explore with him because of the fact that, you know, obviously you do your investing or in, you know, in a, in a real estate fashion. And then, you know, I dabble in the markets and he's, you know, gone everything. through the markets and he's, he, he's, he's kind of a, got a, a broad swath of everything experience. And that's where we really kind of wanted to go, but never got a chance to go there just because we were having fun with stories. And then, and then, uh, and then just, I don't even know. We just, it seemed like the hour flew by and yeah, you know, it really did. Yeah. So what's going on with you? Anything new? Not much. Um, you know, uh, we have our first audience, uh, my dad and his best friend, Rich, my, one of my best friends as well. Um, both of them are my best friends, but does they it make you feel funny. Does it make, no, I feel totally, I'm fine. You're fine. Yeah. Okay. I don't want you to be nervous. Like the first time. No, honestly not nervous. You're not going to keep it contained because they're watching you. Well, I don't know what to contain. Okay. You know, that's, I mean, so if I was uh, unauthentic, I think my dad would catch on to that pretty quickly. So if you weren't being yourself. Yeah. Well, don't it, you have, you have a, you, cause everything I, I do, he's already, he's, he's carbon copy of me just 30 years older. So you're actually a carbon copy of him. Is that how it goes? Yes. That's what I meant to yeah. say. You're the back page. I'm the back page. Yeah. He's the front page. The dirty back page. Yeah. I am. I'm quite dirtier than he is. So he's clean. Free. Well, and I don't think that you have the ability to. I do. Be I have the fucking ability I don't think to do, do anything I want. I don't think you do. That's even okay. if even I think because even when you're trying not the, to be yourself, I can't try be authentic. Be something else. Dude, you're, you're, you break. You're pushing you it. Slowly break down and kind of nope. give away. your Not position, anymore. Not anymore. I don't have any fucking. My position is my position. I, I told you my position and I'm going to say it again. I'm going to wake up every day and the least I can do is That's make what you're gonna do? someone else's day better. I'm going to be literally extra nice to everybody. Have you been, have you been, have you still been doing your gratitude in the truck on the way to work? Yeah, I have been. Yeah. Overwhelmed with, with gratitude just regularly all the time. Do you feel it coming back to you from the universe? Yeah. Like whenever I talk about it, I start to get goosebumps. Like I did it at work because I had to go to a different area, my old area to get some stuff that I needed. And I go see people that I knew for years and everybody's like, how's it going? And I'm just like, you know, honestly, I don't know what I did to deserve all this. I have no clue. How do they take that? They think you're full of shit. Cause whenever you tell what would that, I bitch about? Well, I don't know, but maybe it's just the, how way. is that not authentic? Maybe it's just, the I know way, it, I, it's the way you I say it just like that what you're doing, but it's the way you I know say it's it something like that. 
I know it's something. You're searching. Well, I, I think I'm authentic. I'm working on it. I haven't always been. Maybe. Maybe I have had an angle. But then I've realized that you don't have to have an angle if you're a true good person. Well, I think one of the first you things you ever told it. me was that you always wanted to make sure you had a favor owed to you. So you would do favors in order to make sure that everybody around you always owed you something. But that's, Not el that you that's elementary. Not that you that's were going to cash it in. No, but that, but that was like last just, week I said that. Just, no, that but that's elementary. Dude, I can, I grow fast. I'm a fast, I grow fat, like I always done it. You know, I grew like three times, you know. So sometimes Since my brain week. lags. You know, my brain's still growing too, right? Um, in my ears, I think. But uh, definitely not my unit. But anyhow. Uh, I think I think the biggest thing is like I can I can see somebody that you used to work with or something like that hadn't seen you in a while. They ask you a question like that. You come up to them. You're like, I don't even deserve this. But I can see you saying it in a way that would confuse them into whether or not you're being sarcastic mm -hmm. or, or you're being serious. That's where I'm working on it. So that's I, where the I authentic part true, is yeah. difficult to, you might be completely sure. authentic, right? But the fact that you're so just obnoxious right. with it mm -hmm. makes it difficult to understand. So I am you're actually being serious. I think you're right. I know you're right. I agree with you. And so I've recognized that as well. So what I've, you know, so like I read, I like little quotes, like, like my dad, you know, he's the one liner King, I guess maybe he'll drop in and give us one, but, uh, <laughs> at least say hi, dad. Say hi. I'll drop in. Okay. Come on in. Pop in for a sec. Would you? Oh, wow. Here we go. How spectacular. Yes. So, so you, I think you, you could probably agree with, you know, and that's one thing my dad, me and my dad talked about is my authenticity. Cause he gets, he gets caught off guard what I'm doing too. And he's, you know, he's got resources that could easily be taken advantage of by the wrong person. Not if I have anything to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think that, you know, the few times that I've met, met your dad, you know, it's, I can see the resentment. Plus you shoot like, I like how you shoot videos of him and then he, you know, gets mad at you. Yeah. That's, he that, doesn't tell me he's doing it. Exactly. And that's like, my favorite part. Yeah, you know, is because you get mad at him, which I spent most of my time getting mad at him for doing things, you know, that were not what I was expecting him to do. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate that aspect of it. Well, I just uh, want to say paybacks, you know. Yeah, he can, says can be rough. He <laughs> says, my, "No, and this, I know you're not ragging on me, Dad. Don't get me wrong. But I think it's funny because I use it a lot. Like I tell, like guys at work, I go, well, because you know, like the guys that are his age, like Shower and that. I go, well, I'm gonna tell you this." My dad says, my only consistency is my inconsistency. Well. That's a funny. I th or I kind of, well, I'm always late. That's consistent. Maybe I made up the inconsistency. We had dinner last night, and it was only five minutes. I was. Only five huge, minutes late? Huge. Yeah, it was huge. Honestly, I didn't look at the clock. Well, and it's funny because. I, I didn't know. I thought 15. A week or two ago, he told me he got mad at me for not answering his call, but yet. Every time I call him or message him, one, he never answers. Two, I'm working on that. he doesn't text me back within an ever a reasonable amount of time. And, so and his voicemail is always full. Yes, I think he leaves that on purpose. That's intentional, which makes sense. Yeah. yeah. With the business, he doesn't want people to leave him messages. Well, I just I, I can't. I don't have time. I don't. I can't make a statement. 
around time. What? Just turn it off then. Don't even give people the option. Don't let them hear. Do I don't know, but there's got to be a way. Figure that out. That's your task Google for the week. It. It's on YouTube. I'm sure it is. So yeah, we're just super excited, you know, to have my dad here and, and you know, he's, he's a very, you know, he's one of those people that have learned to be authentic. You know, he's very authentic. And one of the things and how I can put that is, you know, uh, it is what it is. Well, when you say stuff, he doesn't talk much. So when he does talk, it usually means something. And if you talk a lot, the more you say, it, your words have less impact. So his words have a lot of impact, and that's how he's able to pull off these one-liners. Yeah, I just made one up. Okay. I just, I just made it up. Let me hear it. We're ready. But don't be afraid. <clears throat> yeah. Close. Um, I tried real hard to allow Brian to be Brian and stay out of his way and have his own experience in life. Of course, as a father, you naturally want to guide him, but when you when you set somebody free, they're just more able to do more. Right, right. And uh, I'm really proud of him, you know, for everything that he's doing. He's kind of doing the houses thing, you know, with me, from me, and which has been, you know, a real good experience. Yeah. But uh, as far as life goes, you never know until you find out. In your you own experience, I at dinner last night, oh. I told you, I says, you know, I, 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 I idolized my dad, my dad, mm -hmm. and I'm talking to you as my son. No, I know. I, uh, I said, uh, I, I, my, I didn't learn from my dad's mistakes. I had to make my own. Mm -hmm. And then I'm trying to direct that to you is your life is yours to lead. And you need to make mistakes to grow. I mean, life is not perfect. Right. And, you know, you got to uh, have your own experience. Yeah. But, you know, uh, see, as far as I'm concerned, my dad was uh, pretty up on a pedestal. I've been, I've been rough around the edges big time. So there's not a huge comparison. But um, when, you, when you started this show, you were talking about uh, me, me being like you. And he said, no, it was you being like me. Um, you know, it's, it starts there, and then, you know what's going to happen? What? You know, time will go on. If you choose to, someday you might have your own son. And then... Maybe. Then, maybe, and then you need to learn how to be a father. And it's, it's, not a, it's not a guarantee. Hey, did I ever tell you I'm afraid of that? And a kid like you, doubt. holy shit. I don't doubt. Oh, Jesus. Game over. I don't but, doubt. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, and I think, I think you're exactly right, because I think that... You know, as a father, you set you set the precedent for how you do the best you can. You're going to still make the mistakes. You let them make the mistakes yeah. because, you know, as far as when I was growing up, you know, my dad, I, I learned how to work from my dad. Yeah, that's all he did. I, I did too. He worked. Yeah. And so he didn't have to say anything to me to learn. I knew that my life was basically because he worked. So I didn't, sure. you know, I didn't miss sports. I didn't yeah. go without shoes. I didn't go without food yeah. because he worked. And so to understand that and then for them to let me, you know, make the mistakes that I've made, nobody can tell you, hey, that's going to burn you, you know, until they touch the stove. Or they can and you just do it anyway. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. Well, he, does, he hasn't drinking since he was 22. 
So I've never, so I've never, and that's with my drinking, you know, I've um, quit when I was 21 and then slipped up a little bit when I was 29. But other than that. Thought you were better. Thought I was fit. Yeah, I got fit. I'm better. I'm older. I'm smarter. I know how no. to do this now. It was a six-month bender or whatever, you know. And <laughs> I fucking called my dad. It called both of you guys. It was yep. like, yep, fucking. Uh, so tomorrow, I'm not drinking anymore. And it was cool, you know. And I know I had to, I had to put some time on, under my belt before you, you guys would. Well, and I'm glad you recognized for yourself. It was on Father's Day. I was just going to say that. Yeah. And, and to me, he said, well, it's Father's Day, and this is the time I'm doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I was, but so I do want to mention but I back that my son has never seen me drunk or high, but he's definitely seen me pissed. <laughs> and I, and I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, so but that's, not, so not my temper. Much. No. Well, I, mean, I, only, a hot I only got down on him when he was stepping out of line. Yeah. And it would be a disservice for me as a father not to teach him the right way. Well, it'd be a disservice for him. That's what I'm talking because, about. Yeah, because Absolutely. you as the father, you, yeah. To him, if I didn't teach him. Exactly. The, you know, life. Because then if he, you know, if Life's he decides. It you is. You just got to learn to make it simpler. It's a very, it's very complicated. Yeah. There's no playbook. A lot of people make bigger deals out of things that are there, aren't there. I agree with that. I mean, well, big time. And, okay, so that, and that made, makes me think, so it's. The, you know, your generation of men and the fathers that were that made it so that we have weaker men today oh, that yeah. make that make the men today. Strong men make or weak. It yeah. does. You know, I mean, you know, strong the strong men make, make good, good times. times and the good weak times men. make weak men. Weak men make hard times and the circle just yeah. goes on. And it's the older generation that made it so good for us. That you know, it's not. It doesn't. It doesn't umbrella every single person. But as a society sure. in general, it made us weak. And these yeah. weak times are going to make the hard times next, which is going to make our society harder down the road. You know, we're just in that space you right can even now. Analyze it on a micro and a macro level. I'm sure. No, you definitely. Because I think of like down cycles, and you know, and that's you know, investing cycles are conducive to quality of life. Yeah. Well, and you can you can take it down as as micro as you want down to macro. a father son or as big as you want as a global community. I mean, you can take it however you want, but you know, that's kind of where we're at right now. We're seeing the we're seeing the the uh outcome. Third world countries are starting to take so over. I, so I got some input. Okay. So I actually feel like I'm the last of the generation of the past. I am the last bit of that generation and why I'm saying that is uh, you know our parents you know lived my parents lived uh, you know after the World War two and stuff like that so they seen life a lot different you know no technology whatsoever you know I can remember as a little kid watching a black and white TV and I think it was 13 inches and we we're so glad it was a bit so big you know mm -hmm. and then <clears throat> I was right in the middle when everything started coming in with the technologies and stuff. And it's mind boggling to me. And I actually even commented it today. I says, you know, I wish I was born to where that was there when I got there. But since I wasn't, I struggle, which, you know, it is what it is. But uh, the world has changed, in my opinion, dramatically. And there's a lot of influences that have done that. But I, I'll go back to my original thing. I, uh, 
I really feel like I'm the last of the generation in Rich's group. I mean, well, most definitely, you know, when you straddle. Baby boomers, yeah. Yeah, yeah the yeah, boomers, dude, boomers. that's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. I no, and they, well, y'all, I mean, you, I mean, with the boomers, they're kind of grumpy, though. No, you get grumpy when you get old. You get grumpy when you get old. No. <laughs> okay, here's one of my one-liners. You're supposed to be happy because you're retired. Do you know why an old man's grumpy? Why? Because he's pissed. He's not young anymore. That's a good state. I mean, that's, that's probably true. Up. Yeah. And that's because Well, and I well, think that it's a little too far, but yeah, but I mean, that's the thing, right? You it's, spend those good, those world, good twenties, thirties, forties, however, however big you want to span it. And you spend those days just working and trying to do the best you can and have this life to where then when you're older, you get to retire and go have fun. And now you're just, now you're older. It's like, ah, oh, shit. You know, you're not as I love being retired. Active. It's, it's just amazing. I can't wait to be retired. I can't wait yeah, till Brian you retires. Know what, you know I feel what? like I'm retired already. Already? Yeah. yeah. I literally love what I do. Like that's, I think that's the coolest. Like I'm thinking about it. I'm like, no. I'm not, I don't look at it as work. I'm where I want to so, be. The difference, except Brian, you got to get up in the morning. The, the, the difference Everybody is does. you got to get up. And then when I wake up, uh, I'm thinking, I wonder what I'm going to do today. That's right. You know, not and me. I, I'm just telling you. Yeah. You don't have a clue. I, if I, I can't operate like that. Yeah. I have to have chaos. Well, I'm guarantee as soon as you, re as you, as soon as you retire, you'll have plenty of plans to set. Yeah, I, I get that, but that's not the same as retirement. No. <laughs> it's and I, I, I like my job, but yeah, I don't like getting up in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll just tell you, Brian, there's a lot more fun things out there than just working. Hmm. One thing you have I to did, go explore. I did want to mention one other thing. Yeah. Now, as far as the father thing goes, you know, um, I was brought up in the military. My dad, dad was strict and straight, you know, pretty straightforward. And when I was bringing up my son, the one thing I really thought about uh, what I wanted to be able to do that I couldn't get from my father. So I'm trying not to pass on the same dysfunctional behaviors. My dad was awesome. I mean, awesome. But he did not communicate well, you know, being in the military or, or that generation, mm -hmm. you know, where he'd have a hard time saying, Oh, I love you, son. I mean, he'd have a heart. I mean, he showed it. Pure. Pure showed it, but he couldn't say it. So that was one of the biggest things that I wanted to do as a father is to be able to communicate as best I could with my son. Yeah. As, as a person. And not necessarily a father and son. But that communication, I said, man, you know, that's, it's pretty quiet out there that those words are, aren't said. Well, it's interesting you say that because I think that it, that's something that I learned from my father as well is that, you know, we didn't necessarily communicate outside of sports. You know, it was, you know, that common, common ground. Yeah. And, and that was about it. And I know that, you know, even through life lessons or, you know, anything that I could have learned or he could have guided me in different things. And I think that I've taken that just like you said, and I've taken that with my son and my kids and I share you know, much more as far as, you know, Hey, I don't tell them that things are going to be easy or anything like that, but just different things as far as, um, you know, working hard, 
you know, taking care of yourself, just, you know, and, and telling them I love them, you know, and just making sure that they know that, even though they do know that. But I think communicating that, I think, is in, it is important. I will say this, too. As a father or as a parent, mm -hmm. um, I think uh, uh, leading by example or the way you lead your life as an example is probably one of the bigger things that the kids pick up on. I mean, uh, subconsciously, you know, the how I was in Brian's life, how he viewed me, I think that taught him a lot. And he... And, well, you're kind of, yeah, I mean, it's good and bad, and you're right, but you also don't do anything wrong, oh. and everything you own's immaculate, and you're financially stable. It just, yeah, yeah, it's a lot. To, but see, subconsciously. It's a lot to, yeah. It's but I think, fuck. I, but I think subconsciously, it makes you try to live up to that standard, which is something that's good. It's just a lot. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, but yeah, yeah it's just. <laughs> You know, so, the, but he didn't have to. He didn't have to say that to you. He, he did, just no. did it. When Brian, I'll tell you, when Brian got into the houses, yeah, I'm doing my thing. You know, I'm trying to get out of Boeing with, with the houses. You know, I can. So Brian came up to him. I think he was 23 years old, and he goes, he goes, Dad, I, I think I want to do what you're doing. You know, I want to get get into houses. And I'm going, you're 23 years old. I said, dude, you're still a little baby. You're still a little kid. And this is here's the deal. If, that, if you're serious, if you're serious about what we're saying, if you're able to man up, I'll show you what to do. And but give you, you the money to do it. Well, I didn't. I don't, think, I, don't think <laughs> I, did, I don't think I gave you any money, did I? <laughs> well, uh, you didn't give it I to me. I probably, you loaned it to me. And I probably didn't charge him interest. Did you pay no him back? No interest. No interest? Uh, I'm, no, I'm, that was hey, all. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, I've never yeah. been given money, but, but I don't get charged But if interest. you don't pay it back, I won't lend it to Game you. Game over. There you go. And my thought is, since he's my son, why would I charge him interest? Why would I do that? Well, then, you when know? you when I owe you that, money, that didn't I'm make your sense. Bitch. But if you owe me money, that's a different story. Yeah, that's when. Man, I'm I need parents like, like that. I gotta go to my dad. My parents charge me interest. That's, that's another thing going back to being responsible for your own stuff. But here's yeah. the deal, too, though. I had a set. Unless you wanted to negotiate. Days, Forty-five days. So the first I, house we got in, refied out in forty-five days. Hundred thousand more than I paid. For you could have made your own terms. More than so you could have made yeah. your own terms. You just didn't know that. So, but that taught you a lesson of how to get in, do what you needed to do, turn around, no, and he was there every day. And he called me at six in the morning. Where the fuck are you at? Let's go. <laughs> and I was, but then I'm like, but I'm no, grateful for that. No, no, well, not literally, but you know, if I was late or yeah. on the weekends or something, you knew the expectations. I was on third shift. See, I think that off. that's what you heard in your head. I got off work. Yeah, every when you would wake day. up, because he yeah. already yeah. Yeah. he already set the tone, the tone, yeah. and so every morning you heard him <gasps> in your head. No, I had. Yeah, you're right. I had to get up before the. Yeah, you're right. Because I, I guarantee you, when I'm doing things or or there's things, I know either what my dad's thinking or what he's going to say. And he's already saying it to me inside my head. Yeah. So I just either fix what I'm doing or don't do it or just, you know, true. You know, just yeah. avoid it. Cause I know that he's probably in my head yelling. But anyways, at me. but he, de I definitely give a lot of credit <laughs> to him in my success, you know, because I'm not an idiot and I recognize it because of, and I've had, we've had the conversation. I appreciate his discipline and you know, his, cause he is, He's he's very consistent. Yeah, that's good. Well, I appreciate you getting on with us. 
Yeah. Thank you. You're a little nervous. It's, it's I'm not as nervous as I was. Yeah, it's, I wish I could have shaved or something, but it's okay. Yeah. Well, I kind of uh, was doing. I was, we I was like to do. Pretty stoked that we were. We like to do a, more of a realistic, just kind of fly by the seat of our pants as far as right now, not a big production, and just kind yeah. of. So see I what happens. I'm going to say this part though. So when Brian got out of high school at 18, my wife helped uh, him get a job at Boeing, and the one thing that I really tried to pound into him a lot was to work hard. And have fun doing it. Have, you know, if you set yourself, you work hard and don't see it as a big chore, but something fun to do, then you're going to enjoy working. You know, so he, he took that and went, went over the top. I mean, his expectations went beyond, beyond anything I would imagine. Well, and I think that that, that was good advice because yeah. he's the one guy that drove me nuts because he was having so much fun. That's, to the point of driving me crazy. Changes, that's where it changes. The work <laughs> isn't the, the the work isn't that hard. Exactly. If if you're having fun with it, it's all in your mind. Yeah. yeah. And then that I want to say this one other thing because he was all worried out about freaking out on that rental thing. One of my other deals is that every person could look at an item like like this candle or a ball or whatever. There's three of us. We all see a different candle. We don't see the same candle. We don't. And one of the hardest things to do in life, and I think why I was successful in the rentals, is I tried hard to try to, to uh, look from somebody else's point of view or what it may be, which would lean for them, right? I mean, then that 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 make my whatever was going on more more clear if that, if that makes sense i mean i think so when, well, when you deal with saying, people with, when you deal with people you gotta try to step in their shoes i guess that, that'd be that's good. correct yeah if that i way, did that be more clear. i mean i'm with you but if you do that man like i would give everybody everything he he actually Not, like the way i help people he actually like helped people like he took the homeless no, in only he literally did that which only, was a disaster i'm gonna tell you this only when they wanted to help themselves and if they didn't i didn't have the time well and there you go that's that's comes down to maybe uh, an ability to judge of character so you could see that this person was struggling but they were willing to you know take that upon themselves and it, all they needed was that little bit yeah. they just needed that one that one break i was always for the underdog you know always. and so once they get it and you know did the majority of the time they flourish and and move forward well my motto was you know uh you know i'm on your your court but you know as soon as you you start doing me wrong you, you lost a friend or whatever yeah i mean if you play me dirty then i'm done i mean one shot well especially straight up, straight up. especially if More you're than one shot some, if well, you're depends. if you're reaching out or or giving that person the opportunity to create something better you're you're going out on a limb it's you're the one at risk not them because they're the ones coming from nothing or have nothing that are being kind of helped. And so yeah, if, if a person my, doesn't take advantage of that, that's on them. My, my safety guard was, I know the process. And we, you know, we're talking about the rental thing for, mm -hmm. for the most part. You know, rental yeah. things. I mean, I try to be nice to everybody. If, if, if you don't have dirt hanging on you, you sleep better. You know, but you, you, uh, I think it's important to uh, 
treat people decent. decent. That's well, it's big, but one of the that's things, a mature adult. That's well, you've always done adult. that, and that's that's without a doubt. But I think that also with that, I think you could stress yourself out a lot because you were so kind to people, and they took advantage of that. And I think that stressed you out a lot. It did, but the bottom line was that dime. I, I, and let me tell you, I got the dime. Well, you undercharged too, Dan. But well, that's fine. <laughs> so, so that's your perspective, Brent. I know right, it is. Right it now, is. I right see now, the candle very gold-like. Right now, I feel this is one other thing I want to say about this real estate thing. Sometimes people uh, might envision it as being really smart with the, the real estate thing I did before, before Brent was coming around. But the fact of the matter was, is I got real lucky. Is what I did in, in, in my situation, yeah, with with uh, you know, how you the got money and you know, up and down of the real estate stuff. I got lucky. Yeah, he got in so, the bottom of the market. So you know, I, I'm well off. I quit Boeing at 54. I am so proud of that fact, you know, because I you didn't retire. I was ha I was happy at Boeing as long as they left me alone. And when I was starting to fade and they, they were having meetings every day and this and that, and it's like, dude, dude, I just want to go to work and listen to my music. Oh, no, you can't listen to music. I said, okay, whatever. You know, I'm going off track. But uh, anyways, um, life's out there to be had, and, and you know, it takes courage to do that. And it's you know, 30, 20, 23 years old. I'm well, one of the things you've always told me that got me the most was 22 like 22 or 23 years old. I can't even imagine that. Yeah. But he, st he stepped right up to the plate. And I was like, whoa. And one of the things that he always told me was 90% of the shit you worry about happens 10% of the time. Cause it was, I'm, I was one of those people. I used to be very like, Oh my God, the, the, the sky's falling like right now. Like you don't see it. You're an idiot. Like that was my mentality. And, but I've realized that it's not, everything's going to be okay. And sometimes you got to go for it and say, and in reality, the shit that you worry about only happens 10%. It not, rarely happens. Rarely something bad actually happens and with real estate in general. People are like, well, what happened? What about this? What about that? What if you get a bad tenant? What if you, dude, I've had hundreds of bad tenants, hundreds, you know, like yeah. I've had but the, the, the loss less, is minimal. If, right, if, if mean, you work it, that's, yeah. I mean, of, of that formulas, Spectacular, you know, but nine. hundreds of good. So you yeah. got nine, and you move one. There's still eight. Yeah, and then there's somebody ready to go at number nine. No, I think what he's done is yeah. is brilliant. Yeah, I mean it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Um. So no, he's I been think, doing it the same. So I took yeah. the formula from him, and a lot of people think this is a new thing. You, he did it for 15 years before it was even a like pop. You know. Well, yeah, and every, like I said. It's it's that bridge or that opportunity maybe that somebody that's had some bad breaks or whatever it's kind of that one step and you know you're able to provide something for them to then maybe they can get to that next step and then maybe you know they don't necessarily need your service anymore it opens up for another person to maybe take oh, that next yeah. step yeah. but you know that person that that comes there if their plan is that's their peak yeah. then I mean they're not necessarily the the person you wanted in there anyway, you know, if that's their peak, well, you want to remember depends was, on was, the property though. Like I'm very disconnected. His, he had a very personal touch. He was there almost every day, you know, no, I was there when something needed to be fixed, which was every day, which I, no, wasn't every day. <laughs> Anyways, I quit, I quit Boeing and had all the time in the world, but I took good care of my property. Good. And, uh, you know, and I, I got out of, out of it in 2017 and, couldn't be happier. Good. Um, 
life goes by really fast. Yes, it does. And it just amazes me how fast it goes. Okay, so I'm backing off, heading out. Thank you very much All right. for letting me share. Yeah. Um, Thanks for coming on. When I get better prepared, maybe I'll do it again sometime. Anytime. You guys would have me. You're more than welcome. And Anytime. My son and we had a few problems, but we we're able to, you know, you're able to work things out if you can communicate. <laughs> good. So that's, I'm that's the only huge. one that can do that. You know what? And I think that's a good spot to, to end it. And also communication. Communication. Yeah. And thank you for Especially with your son. I'm not the best communicator, but I'm definitely working on it. Yeah, yeah. It's your perception. I just don't want to involved. communicate like a chick. That's pretty much my perspective. <laughs> you know? <laughs>